morning, everybody. How's everyone today? Welcome to the pre-stream pop. Bleh. Welcome to the pre-stream podcast. Marble Mouth Phil here. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Sunday. Hold on. Oh, nice. Excuse me. Today is Sunday, December 12, twenty twenty-one. Welcome to the show, everybody. Today we got a heck of a show for you guys. Heck of a show. Heck of a pre-stream podcast extravaganza. As we are in the midst of the holiday season, you guys may not realize this. We are halfway through the holiday season into Christmas. Today marks the day, the 12th, right? Because another 12 days were Christmas Eve. We're halfway there. Congratulations to those of you who made it. Halfway through the hustle and bustle, the festive decking of the halls and the jingling of the bells. And those of you who uh, have to tough through a challenging holiday season for various reasons. Maybe you have a job that's very challenging during this time of year. Many people do. You know, retail, restaurant industry, etc. Or maybe you're an elf. Maybe you're actually an elf working for Santa. My God, can you imagine? You want to talk about crunch in game development. <clears throat> those elves, man. Let me tell you how many wooden wheels they had to paint for those trains in one day. All right, dozens. Um, but maybe you know, maybe this is uh, different for you. Maybe the holidays are a frustrating time for you because you have to put things together for your family, and you have to deal with logistics, and you have to deal with all that kind of crap that happens around this time of year, right? <clears throat> maybe you're broke, which I wouldn't blame you. If it's the holidays, and you got a family, you got to buy presents and, and stuff. You know, next thing you know, you have nothing, right? Wow, Merry Christmas. I hope you're all happy because I have an empty wallet. I've been there. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to the Pre-Stream Podcast. This has nothing to do with that. I just felt like I'd throw that out there. Uh, how you doing today? Today's Sunday. We are today halfway roughly through my streaming week. Um, it's a shorter streaming week this week. I'm only streaming five days because last week we went extra long seven days. Um, and I challenge you, ladies and gentlemen, I challenge you. To name another content creator like myself, who does a full-fledged, full-length podcast, plus five to six hours of gameplay, two lengthy streams, every single freaking day. I challenge you. And now that you've thought of many people who are just like that, erase them from your memory. Because you're here to watch me, not them, so no one cares about them. Welcome to the Pre-Stream Podcast, everyone. I hope you're all in a good mood. I am today. Today, I am like a young child on Christmas morning. All right? Because today, for especially for those of you who are fighting game fans, all right, today's going to be a very special day. <clears throat> why is today going to be a very special day? I'll tell you why. Because, ladies and gentlemen, today we got something very special happening on the pre stream. Are you ready? Here we go. Today, I am revealing to you this special new overlay. This is the final overlay for the pre-stream podcast. I have seven different ones, and this is the last one of all seven of those. There's absolutely nothing else special that's going to be happening on this pre-stream podcast. This is what I wanted to reveal to you guys today. Okay, anyway, so 
we got a lot to talk about on today's pre-stream podcast. I feel like the first thing that we should talk about and tackle is the schedule. Let's get that out of the way. And yesterday, I actually said um, that when I start these pre-stream podcasts, by the way, this is episode 12. It's funny because this morning I said, oh, episode 12, you know, it'll be episode 1200 before you know it. And it's funny as I say that, I feel like I just started the show and here we are only like a week and a half later. And, uh, you know, uh, here we are with uh, episode 12. So, you know, another another month, it'll be episode like 30, right? Another six months, it'll be like episode 772. I don't know how. We'll do that. Maybe we'll do like seven podcasts in a day. Um, you know, we'll see. But anyway, um, I'm excited for today. One thing I want to talk about whenever I start my podcast is how you can help the channel DSP Gaming on YouTube because now I am actively trying to build this channel up to make it something great again. No, that's not a Trump slogan. In fact, it was actually Ronald Reagan who used that slogan before Trump stole it. But what I would like to do is try to make DSP Gaming a destination for gaming. All right? And how can we do that? Well, obviously, watching the streams, watching the videos, talking about them with your friends and family. When you meet with your friends and family on Christmas Day, and all these hot topics of discussion are coming up. The one thing you absolutely should be talking about is DSP Gaming. Everything else, who cares about politics? Who cares about how your family's doing? Or what their jobs are like? Or what their lives are like? Who cares about that? DSP Gaming. Talk about what Phil is doing on DSP Gaming. This is the biggest place, the hottest place on the internet, and everyone knows that. So you should, all you should be talking about on Christmas Day, of course. Um, but anyway, other ways you can help the channel outside of just watching would be to like my videos and to leave comments on them. And I've got to, I have to emphasize this every day because there's some people who are getting into the groove. I'm noticing every day there's certain people who watch my videos, like my videos, and leave comments. But I'm going to give you an example. Yesterday, every video that I put out so far yesterday as of now, has between 200 to like 500 views. Some have more, some have less, okay? Um, it all It's averaged out. Usually within 24 hours, each video has like 500 views on average. I'm just talking averages, law of averages, okay? Just think, if half the people who watched my content actually liked it and left a comment, I just want you to think about that for a second. Hundreds of people watch every video I put out within 24 hours. Now, sometimes way more. If it's a popular playthrough or a new game, usually I get thousands. But the point I'm making here is if people watched that stuff and said, oh, I like it, I'm just going to make it a habit to click like every time that I watch it. That would help the channel tremendously. The thing is, and this is my fault, I never talked about it. I never emphasized that as a way to help out the channel. And in the last five years, I focused solely on streaming. So when I was focused solely on promoting my, my Twitch stuff, when I was a Twitch streamer, this channel fell into disrepair, and it's totally my fault. I didn't imagine myself coming back here in a full-time capacity, okay? So one way you can absolutely help this channel with zero effort, whenever you watch anything on the channel, just click like. Whenever you have an opportunity, oh, leave a comment. Even if it's, hey, Phil, good video. That's it, as simple as that. All that helps, okay? So please consider doing it. I'm not telling you you have to. I'm just saying if you like the content, that would help out, okay? Um... I'm going to have to keep emphasizing this. One other thing that I would absolutely like is if you would subscribe to DSP Gaming because when you subscribe to the channel, number one, you get in on the feed. And what that means is when I put out new videos, new streams, you're supposed to be notified of that. Now, supposedly, there's a new thing they're doing. Listen to this. This is a new update I just read about like yesterday. 
YouTube is going to do this new feature. When you subscribe to a channel, you're then asked what features of that channel do you want to be notified about? Do you want to know when it goes live streaming? Do you want to know when new videos come out? Do you maybe only want to be told once a day when new content comes out? You don't want to be told live when it happens? Apparently, YouTube is adjusting stuff <clears throat> to fix this feature because traditionally, when you subscribe to a channel, you just get everything, okay? Now, there's a little bell you can click, and if you unclick the bell, apparently, then you don't get the notifications, but then you don't know anything the person ever puts out, okay? So apparently this new tweaking feature is supposed to make it that you get just what you want. Now, I just want you to, to, to have some perspective here. Can you imagine if 10 years ago, when DSP Gaming was at its height of prominence in 2011, that was actually the year I had the most views ever on DSP Gaming, 2011. Can you imagine if in 2011 YouTube had implemented this feature, and instead of me only having 160,000 subs, I skyrocketed to like 500,000, 600, 700,000 subs. Because back then, people said, we're not subbing to your channel, because when we do, we get flooded in our inboxes with your videos, and all we can see is all your content. So can you imagine if YouTube had the feature 10 years ago, oh, make it so my inbox doesn't get flooded by DSP Gaming, I would have been way more popular than I ever was. It's literally a, an actual functionality issue with YouTube that made this channel nowhere near as popular as it could have been. That's not even an exaggeration. That's a fucking fact. Thousands of people over the years explained this to me like this. Amazing, right? So anyway, one thing I would absolutely love is if you would subscribe to the channel. Not only would that give you the opportunity to talk on the streams, because you have to be a subscriber to talk on the streams, but also, that helps the channel. As stupid as it sounds, YouTube arbitrarily thinks that channels with more subscribers is better than channels without. They don't look at viewership. They don't look at engagement. They don't look at number of videos. They don't look at length of the channel. They just look at subscriber numbers. I know that sounds stupid, but it is. It's just an arbitrary number that YouTube uses to judge popularity and, po and, and, and basically quality of a channel. So, liking the videos, leaving a comment on the videos, subscribing to this channel. Right now, we're 195,000, like 200 subs. In fact, I can tell you a lot because I have, actually have now the YouTube app. And it actually tracks this data live. As of this morning, 195,225 subscribers to the channel. And every day it goes up a few. Which is outstanding because I have not had actual growth on this channel in many, many years. And now I'm seeing it. And that's, it's so positive. It makes me feel good. I would like nothing more than if by Christmas, in two weeks, actually that would be a week and a half, if we could hit... 750,000 subscribers on this channel. So it's just a small goal. I want to go from 195,000 to 750,000 subscribers in like 10 days. Let's see if we can make that happen. <laughs> All right. No, actually what I was telling you a few weeks ago, one of the actual real goals that I would like is by my birthday, which would be early April 2022, to hit 200,000 subs. Like that would actually be a nice birthday present for me. To say, wow, all your hard work has paid off over the years. You came back to YouTube. You rededicated yourself to be a, a full-time content creator on YouTube. And you were able to make your channel grow. That would be amazing to actually hit that. I know it's going to be a slow growth. It's not going to be a fast one. Why would thousands of people overnight <clears throat> subscribe to DSP Gaming? They wouldn't. In fact, most people would just unsubscribe immediately because they're so disgusted by me and my behavior. So I'm not surprised that it would take a long time. Oh, I'm surprised that many of you are even here watching this morning. I'm so disgusted by myself. So, awesome, right? Please, consider subscribing to the channel if you're not a sub. <clears throat> but I think that maybe we can hit 200K by my birthday. That would be amazing. By Christmas, like another, what would that, another 13 days? It would be nice to hit like 196. Right now we're at 195, 225. So another 700 so subscribers 
by Christmas? Is that going to happen? No. I really don't think it would. I honestly don't think that would ever happen. But it would be great if we could. That would be a cool accomplishment to say, hey, we got like a 1,000 subscribers in less than a month, right? That would be sweet. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about that stuff every day a little bit as we open the pre-stream podcast, things you can arbitrarily do to help the channel, okay? Uh, Content-wise, what are we doing today? Today is the continuation of Grand Theft Auto Vice City Definitive Edition. <clears throat> we just hit like the one-third point. What I mean by that is we unlocked the Central Island, the Scarface Island. This is the mansion from Scarface that you get when you kill Diaz. And from there, this is your now your hub for the kind of the rest of the game, although I've already bought another safe house on the left island, which is useful. Um, this allows you to now have a more central area to do everything from. There's going to be some story missions today, but at the same time, I believe today, and I could be wrong, but I believe today is when you open up the ability to start buying the businesses, and that makes you want to start raising money so that you can take over the game. Like, I think there's a part of the game we have to grind and buy all the businesses to make enough money so that you can progress to the next part of the story of the game, which is like the final third of the game. Because the first third of the game is all story, then there's the grind, and then there's the final third of the game. Right now, we're hitting the grind. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> when you're playing Vice City by yourself, the grind can be very frustrating, because it can be pretty boring. I'm not going to lie. You know, oh, buying the, the ice cream business, driving around in the fucking ice cream truck, selling drugs for half an hour, right? Um, buying the taxi business and doing taxi missions. Um, among others, I'm trying to remember all of them, and I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. I just remember some of them because they're so grindy and time-consuming. Normally, this is boring stuff, but when I'm doing it with a live audience, it's different. We can chill, we can talk, we can have a good, relaxing time together, and that adds excitement to it. Having interaction rather than it just be, oh, boring, grindy gameplay. So that's why I'm actually excited for today. I feel like this will be pretty cool um, and pretty entertaining. To, to do it and not have to worry about, oh, we're bored because I'm just doing grindy crap. Instead, we could talk and have a good time and interact, okay? So I feel like this will be much better as an interactive streamer than it ever was back in the day playing this, you know, 10 years ago. So I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood for this. I love the 80s. I love the 80s music. We're going to have a good time today. Later tonight, the late night stream. Lost Judgment continues. And tonight will be a momentous Lost Judgment stream because tonight... We're definitely going to beat the boxing club. There's only one fight left. We're definitely going to beat the dance club. There's only the dancing finale. And there's potential we may even beat the bike club because there's four races left. Now, I know the last race is a major pain in the fucking ass, so I don't know if we'll guaranteed beat that tonight. We have potential to beat three school story clubs tonight all in one stream. That would be tremendous progress because that would only leave three more clubs, one of which we're almost done with in the robotics club, one of which is incredibly short with the photography club, and then we just got to waste time on the stupid-ass girls' bar. That's one of the worst things in the actual game. It's one of literally the most repetitive, boring, waste-of-time activities in all of Lost Judgment. They put it in for fan service for the perverted players who wanted to have a fucking virtual girlfriend in the fucking game. It's such a waste of time, and you're going to see how badly designed it is, too. It is so boring and repetitive. But we're going to get through it. I swear to you, we will get through this crap. Because I want to see the ending of the school stories. I didn't get to see it. My wife played this game three months ago when it was a new release. And she didn't get to see the end of it because she got tired of doing it. Okay? <clears throat> so, we're going to have a fun time tonight with Lost Judgment. It's going to be good progress. I hope you'll join me for that. And I hope you'll support the stream. Reason being, we're nearing the final push, the end game of Lost Judgment. We're going to finish it by the end of December. Guaranteed, we're beating Lost Judgment by the end of December. All right? So it would be great for you to come by and support that content. Thank you. Tomorrow, it's an all-Halo day.
Halo Infinite campaign on the first stream, Halo Infinite multiplayer on the late stream. Personally, I'm liking the Halo Infinite campaign. I feel like the grappling hook is making the game feel a lot more unique and interesting and fast-paced than previous Halo games because usually you're just like a slow-moving tank moving around shooting guns and jumping every once in a while. Now you can maneuver all around. You can zip line to the enemy, smash them in the face. It's so much fun. The gameplay has been dramatically improved with the zip line. Um, the open world is also very fun. So I'm having a great time with it. Plus, I apologize because I wanted to play Halo Infinite multiplayer twice a week, and this week it just didn't come together. First of all, I'm only streaming five days because last week went late, you know, ran long. And then in addition to that, we had to finish up Metroid Dread last week, which meant Forza Horizon had to be last night, which meant I lost out on like a stream this week, and I just didn't have time to do Halo twice, which sucks because I know you guys are very supportive of the Halo streams. Last time around, you came out in droves to support it. I hope you'll do the same on Monday night when I finally get to play it again, and next week I should be able to play it twice again. All right, so then on Tuesday, which is my final consecutive streaming day of the week, it'll be more Vice City and more Lost Judgment progress. Wednesday, I'm off. When I come back on Thursday, we're just going to continue on with the alternation of Halo and Vice City with the usual late night streams, etc., etc. Okay, by the way, Forza Horizon 5, we're in the end game now. Last night, I basically got the message. Essentially, last night, people who were on the Forza stream told me the following. We're bored. This game is kind of boring now. It was fun when you first started playing it a month ago. But this game, I'll be honest, even though Forza Horizon 5, in my opinion, is one of the best, if not the best one in the series, it just was not very well received by my audience. Even the day I started playing it, I noticed it was slower than it had been the previous two games that I had played. I don't know if maybe just the formula has worn itself out. The open world, tons of content, drive around, do random events, and no real rhyme or reason, just kind of doing random shit. I thought it was good for chill streaming. But people got, got basically bored of it. I've noticed the last few streams. Attendance is low and support is really low. Like last night, I'm not kidding you. Last night was the slowest support stream I had since the $7 Mass Effect stream earlier this year. Mass Effect 3. Remember the Mass Effect 3 stream where I made $7? Well, last night I made like 20 bucks, And that was it. The support was almost non-existent. Um, so that being said, that tells me you guys are bored as hell and you want something else. And I understand. We're at the end. We are at the end of the game, all right? All that's left is we need to do the final story missions because I hit the Hall of Fame, so each major story mission has a conclusion mission, and then there's the final big event races, of which I think there's four or five left. Each one's about 20 minutes long. So at most, two more streams of Forza, maybe only one, but probably two. We're at the end, all right? So there will be Forza once a week moving forward. We're definitely going to beat it uh, sooner rather than later, and then we can move on to other stuff. You guys can stop worrying about, oh, no, he's playing Forza again. This is boring. Let's not show up and not support, <laughs> which is basically the pattern with that game. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Um, all right. Now, I have a couple news stories I'd like to talk about, and then I have a very special thing I'm doing. I announced it on Twitter. I was very excited um, to show you this overlay. This is obviously what I had to reveal today in regards to fighting games, this special final overlay of all the ones that I've had. I've never showed you this one before, so people are saying, oh, he showed me this one. No, I didn't. I'm going to show you what I mean. Watch this. Ready? Look at that. See that? Now watch this. Yeah? Now watch this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, watch this. Oh, wait. Actually, that might be it. No, there we go. I actually have four different overlays that look the same but have some various tweaks to them, and I've been alternating between them. Plus, I have the ones that look nothing like that as well, like this one. You know, that one looks nothing like the. You see what I mean? So, but anyway, this is obviously what I was hyping up on Twitter. There's nothing else to do on pre-stream today. 
No, but we have some special stuff on pre-stream today, pre-stream podcast, that I'd like to do. So let's actually cover the news first. Let's talk about the news first. Get that out of the way. And then we can get to the special thing I'm doing on pre-stream today. Okay? So first of all, outside of gaming news, I actually have a personal update in regards to Dark, uh, DSP Gaming, the channel itself. Okay? So we've been talking about this over the last couple of weeks. And some people have been asking me about it. And I have an update for you guys. So... Right now, on DSP Gaming, since this is now my main focus, and since I became a live streamer on here back in May, some things became a major part of the way you can support the channel. For example, you could become a channel member. By becoming a channel member, you get all kinds of benefits, right? And when we hit a certain milestone of channel members, I do a celebratory event. The one coming up here would be a retrospective marathon event if we hit 365 members by the end of the month. By the way, as you can see, we dipped in memberships, guys. It would be really great if we could rally and get some new members today because we're, we're falling. It's the, we're going the wrong way when it comes to members. We're supposed to be going up. Somehow we're going down. I don't know how this is possible. Maybe it's a conspiracy against me. I'm not sure. But maybe, I don't know. But what I'm saying is I think we, should, we could definitely rally and at least get a few, few today. But that's one way you can support the channel. Another way you can support the channel is Super Chats or Super Stickers, right? These are ways where you can contribute and you get a highlighted message in the chat or even like a special animation in the chat. And uh, I give you a shout out and then you help the channel that way, right? Well, there actually is a third way you can support YouTube channels through YouTube itself. Not tipping, because tipping is obviously something separate, which is very much helpful. But that's not what we're focusing on and what we're talking about today. There's another way you can help the channel. It's called Super Thanks. This is completely unique because it has nothing to do with the other two methods of contribution. And unlike those which are basically catered for people who are stream viewers, Super Thanks are actually for people who are on-demand video viewers. I know that sounds weird. You're like, what? I'm watching a video on-demand. I'm not even live when Phil is on stream, and I can do this, you know, this, this support method? Yes. It's something unique and different. So here's how it works. Let's say you're watching an on-demand video, and, oh, my God, a funny moment happened. Wow, Phil blew up in Grand Theft Auto, or, you know, something funny happened on stream, whatever. Jasper jumped up and licked Phil's head. Something silly like that. Right? Jasper's actually just looked at me when I said that. He's in my window. He's like, who, me? But anyway, let's say something funny happens on the stream. Very rare when it does. When something entertainment or funny actually happens on this stream, that's a rarity. But let's say it does, like once in a blue moon. And you're like, wow, I want to actually celebrate that, and I want to support Phil and his channel. You could do what's called Super Thanks. So what it is, you would highlight a moment of that video, and you would attach a message to it, much like you would right now do a, a super chat in the stream where a highlighted message would pop up on the stream. The same thing would happen with the super thanks. A highlighted message would pop up on the video. You'd actually get a comment on the video that's highlighted. From what I'm going to understand, I don't know because I don't have it. I guess there's situations, I guess depending on the size of the super thanks, that you can actually have something show on the screen during the video as well. I don't exactly know how that works. But from what I'm going to understand, it could happen that way dependent on the size of the, the contribution and or support that happens. So anyway, the reason that this is special is because it gives a feeling of interaction to those who are not here live, but are actually watching that video on demand. Imagine you're watching a part of this Grand Theft Auto Vice City playthrough. Something epic happens. You love it, and you do a super thanks, and now your message is there to see forever on this playthrough. Anyone who watches this playthrough back in the future would now get to see your message and kind of celebrate that moment with you right? It kind of immortalizes that moment. Just like if you're watching the video and a pop-up happens because someone did a super chat, it's kind of the same deal, right? It's pretty awesome. Um, so I'm talking about this right now and you might be like, that's great. I'll do it right now, but you can't. 
I know. Why why do you feel bother talking about it then, right? Well, <clears throat> the reason that I'm talking about it is because people have been asking me about it lately. A few more than a few people have come by and said, "You know, Phil, I watch such and such. I watch Joe Leather Shoes. And Joe Leather Shoes, he only has about 10,000 subscribers. And Joe Leather Shoes, you know, doesn't get nearly as much viewership or attention on his content as you do." All right? But Joe Leather Shoes has super thanks on his channel. And we see when we watch his videos, we see the super thanks attached and it's a way that he gets support from his viewers. Why does Joe Leather Shoes get super thanks, but you don't have it? What What's going on on your channel? And people started asking me about this. I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'll have to look into it. I, you know, it's never, it's not anything that I cared too much about. But at the same time, people kept asking me about it. So I was like, oh, I'll look into it. So I actually looked into it, and from the data that I found, YouTube literally says in its, like, fact, you know, it's frequently asked questions, answers on the forums and shit that it posts up that's supposedly supposed to answer all your questions. It says, Super Thanks is in beta. It is not a full-fledged feature of YouTube yet. Excuse me. That was absolutely disgusting. I'm drinking seltzer. Excuse me. I'm very gassy this morning. Maybe that's why I don't have Super Thanks, because people are so revolted. Watching my content, they run for the toilet and vomit everywhere. It could be. But anyway, Super Thanks is in beta. Which means it's not a full-fledged feature of YouTube that's offered to everyone yet. Some people get it. Some people don't. If you don't have it, don't bother trying to get it. Because YouTube is just offering it willy-nilly. And there's absolutely no way you will get it if you ask for it. It will not affect YouTube at all. Just wait. Like, this literally says this in the, the fact of frequently asked questions of YouTube. Now I'm reading this and I'm like, man, that sounds stupid, right? I'm like, why would they have a feature that only some people have, but there doesn't seem to be any definitive criteria why someone would get it. It doesn't say, like, for example, I thought maybe the reason I don't have it is because my comments were off for so long, right? My comments on my videos were off for like four years. I turned them off in like mid 2017. I just turned them back on. Um, what, two months ago, if that, right? So here I am thinking, maybe that's what it is. Maybe if it looks at the comment, well, if the comments are off, you can't leave a super thanks anyway because you can't do a highlighted comment. Well, my comments are back on now. Now, it's a, it's a this it's the system that YouTube puts in place where it auto flags comments for bad stuff and then you have to manually approve all your comments. So that's what I'm doing with my comments right now. That's why you see that there's only limited comments on my videos, but the comments are showing up that are good ones, right? So I'm thinking, I, then it should work. If someone's doing super thanks, I should be able to approve those comments. It shouldn't be a problem, right? So maybe that's not it. Maybe that is it. I don't know, right? I don't know. So I'm trying to figure this out in my head. I can't figure this out. I don't know why I would not have it. Let me ask you two, right? So this is true story. Yesterday, I said, what the hell? Let me ask you two. Now, for clarification purposes, I have not talked directly to YouTube about anything on my channels in years. I think the last time I talked directly to YouTube about anything on DSP Gaming was when I got false copyright strikes against DSP Gaming many years ago, and I was getting threat threats of, like, oh, we're going to shut your channel down. Come to find out it was bullshit. It was someone impersonating another company, and this was, like, many years ago. And I talked to YouTube about it, and within 24 hours, the entire thing was reversed and, and fixed. And YouTube actually apologized and said, well, you know, sorry about that. It was bullshit, and we're not going to just believe everyone moving forward. And since then, I haven't had a single copyright issue on DSP Gaming. It's been many years. That was the last time. We're talking, I'm talking like three, four years ago. This was a long time ago. So, ah! Jasper just licked my head. He surprised me. He scared me. So, ah! 
Jasper, why are you looking at my head? Why are you trying to eat me? I'm trying to do a podcast here, but he wants to be the co-host. Jasper's contacted me many times from ah from across the house in the last week telling me he wants to be the co-host of the pre-stream podcast. I keep telling him it's cats just can't talk. Like I would love to have him as a co-host, but he can't talk. So how can he add to the show? So I think what he's doing is he's this is his audition. He's licking my head to show that he can be a, a part of the show. Well, if this is your contribution, I don't know. Maybe people like it. Maybe they'd like to see you here on the show, buddy. Here, have a nice head rub. <laughs> have a nice scratch. Here you go. How, under the chin. Ah, oh, yeah, he likes it under the chin. Look at that. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's continue. I'm, I'm getting so distracted here on the pre-stream podcast today. So I said, let me send an email to the address that, I'm, that I had years ago, like many years ago. This was the email. Like, here, you. This is the email address I used to use to contact you two. So let me send an email to it. So I send an email to it. And much like every other business that I deal with, oh, everything's changed. If you're emailing this email, this email is defunct. This email only works if you have a partner manager on YouTube. What the fuck is a partner manager? I don't even know what that is. Seriously, like I used to work with MCNs, like, like Machinima and Curse. I don't know what the fuck a partner manager even is. So this is something new that apparently YouTube now has for bigwigs, probably giant channels, right? And corporations who have their businesses on YouTube probably have partner managers. I don't have one because I'm just small potatoes. You know, I've been on YouTube for 13 years, but no one knows who I am. I'm just a little rinky-dink, you know, piece of crap on the bottom of someone's shoe. They scrape the crap off on the sidewalk. I'm not someone who deserves to have a point of contact at YouTube. So fuck me. This email is now defunct. Okay? So, what it did say is click here. And when you click here... Just, you know, click through a few criteria and you can just live chat all the time. I was like, huh? I didn't even know this. This is actually, honestly, this is better than email. YouTube has a 24-7 live chat for, for people who have channels on YouTube. And once you have a certain capacity, like you have a certain number of subscribers, they'll talk to you 24-7 to help you. I was like, oh, well, then I, that's, a, that's better than the email. I'm not going to complain. That actually sounds really good. So I got into a chat, okay, with someone. And... I started talking with them about it, and they said, okay, we're going to look into this for you. And it took them about 10 minutes. They came back, and they said, well, we have really bad news. I said, what? What's the really bad news? They said, you're not logged into your YouTube account in this browser, so we can't verify that you're the person who, who we're talking to about your channel without authorization. There's no way we could discuss the, the ins and outs of your channel. You know, I said, oh, shit, I'm in the wrong browser. I accidentally had opened up a different browser that wasn't logged into YouTube, and I was like, wait a minute. That's pretty good. So no one can impersonate me and try to go to YouTube behind the scenes and fuck with my stuff. You have to actually be logged into the YouTube channel to get support to help you with the YouTube channel. That I was like, this is good. I was very happy about this. Uh, wow. With How many people try to fuck with me, right? How many people try to impersonate me and fuck with my business and fuck with my livelihood? No one can do that on YouTube because they, they make you log in. I was like, this is great. I was like, two thumbs up. No problem. I'll go log in on the other browser. I'll be right back. So I did. So I went, I logged into the other browser, which is logged into YouTube. And I went and did the same thing, went to the chat. Okay. Can I get super thanks? Why don't I have super thanks? Okay. They went away again for another 10 minutes. They came back and they said, well, here's what we got for you. And I'm not kidding you. This is exactly what they said. Super thanks is currently in beta. Super thanks is not a feature that is publicly available to every YouTuber right now. However, we're planning on rolling it out to more and more YouTubers by the end of 2022. And in 2022, hopefully it will go site-wide. However, if you currently don't have Super Thanks, 
There's no way that you can get it. Don't even bother asking because we will not enable it on your channel. We'll just do it. When so I'm like, wait a minute. This person, I'm in a live chat. This person is literally copy pasting the fact that I had just read like 20 minutes prior. They're just copy pasting the fact. They didn't actually do anything. They just read the fact and they copy pasted it. <laughs> so I wasted all that time. So I, so I just typed one message to them. I said, so let me clarify. There's nothing you can do to help me. And they started typing, no, and I just closed it. I said, fuck this. I just closed the chat and I closed the whole thing. I wasted my time. So, the answer you're, you're looking for, guys, is sadly there's nothing I can do about super, super Thanks. I would love to have Super Thanks on the channel, but I can't. YouTube does things selectively. There's probably channels that they've cherry-picked to have this feature. I don't have it for some odd reason. It could be because comments were disabled for a long time. There's no way. They won't tell me anything, and no one there is allowed to talk about it, basically. They're all just copy-paste the fact. No one can help me. So... There's nothing I can do about it. I don't have it right now. If and when the feature gets enabled, that'd be great, and I'll let you know. I'll keep checking, but right now, it looks like it's out of my power, okay? Fair enough. I have one more news story to talk about. By the way, yes, Joey Leather Shoes, congrats on having Super Tanks. You're very lucky. <laughs> okay, one more thing I'd like to talk about today, and then we will get to the special thing that I'm doing on the pre-stream podcast today, okay? So, um, it was funny because about a month ago, a little before, actually I would say a little before, a little more than a month ago, all right, there were content creators on the internet who will remain anonymous. I will not specifically call out any particular content creators at all by name. There's no way I would ever do that because that would just be opening a giant can of writhing worms that would come back to wriggle up my pants and bother me, okay? But there was a group of content, creator, bleh, content creators on the internet who were strongly criticizing Halo Infinite, okay? These content creators were playing Halo Infinite and basically saying the following. Wow, it plays really good and it looks really good, but man, 343 Industries just has no idea what they're doing because... Everyone knows if they don't add a Battle Royale to Halo Infinite, there's no way anyone will be playing this game in three weeks, right? This game will fail. This game will ultimately be a flop. People will have like the hype for it for a few weeks, and after that, no one's going to play it. All anyone cares about is, you know, is Battle Royale. Now, I came out at that time. This was before Halo Infinite multiplayer had publicly released. And I responded to that attitude. And I said, I just feel like there's sadly people who live in their own bubble and their own world. Okay? And very sadly, these people think that they are the center of the universe. And you know what? Considering how popular some of these people are and the insane amount of money they make for literally nothing, I'm not surprised that they have that attitude. You know, back... 10, 15 years ago, 15 years ago now, let's try that again. Back about 10 years ago, when I was very popular on YouTube, I kind of had the same attitude. I mean, I was never as popular as these guys were. I never made a million plus dollars in a year. For, I'm not going to say nothing. I never made a million dollars in a year. But, but, I was full of myself too. I felt like my shit didn't stink. I felt like 
I was Mr. Popular and everything I did was right and everyone who criticized me and said stuff against me was wrong. And I felt like I knew better than everyone else and I lived in my own bubble, right? I did, I really, I lived in my own bubble and I felt this is content creation on YouTube, this is what's popular, I'm Mr. Popular, blah, blah, blah. I did, I was full of myself. I thought that I was the biggest, best content creator on YouTube. I thought that I was the most handsome guy on YouTube um, and that, you know, everyone, men, women, all over the world, <clears throat> were constantly desiring me and my content. I just felt that. I felt like that was me. I was the I was the guy on the pedestal. I was the golden idol of gaming on YouTube. No, I'm lying. That obviously I never felt like that at all. But I did feel like my content was great and that someone shouldn't really criticize what I said because obviously I know what I'm doing if I'm popular and I'm making a living doing it. That I did feel. And I I did have a chip on my shoulder at that time. Okay? <clears throat> yes, exactly, Tony. I was I was basically had had very bad narcissism. At that beginning, I would say probably the years of like 2010, 2011. It wasn't until about 2013 that things started to change for me. And I realized that that's probably not a good attitude to have. And I should start to open my horizons to criticism and change and things. Okay. Just being honest, you know, I can do this now. Late years later, I can admit it. Okay. Back then I couldn't because if I did, it would have shown incredible weakness and a big flaccid member. But I'm, you know, now I can look back and say, man, I was stupid back then. Right. I'm very different today. Today, my member is not half as flaccid. But anyway, um, the point I'm making is that when you're at the top, you have this very inflated opinion of yourself and what you do, and you don't think that anyone else out there is even worth talking about. And I know because I've been I've been there, okay? So I'm not necessarily saying that this is an attitude that doesn't, that it doesn't make sense that it happens, but I just think it's a wrong attitude because I've been there, done that. So anyway, getting back to the point. There were some content creators, some gaming, some gaming MDs, what, uh, who said that basically if Halo Infinite doesn't have Battle Royale, there's no way that Halo Infinite will be successful. Halo Infinite is going to fail miserably. There is no possible way that Halo Infinite would ever last more than a couple weeks. No one's going to be playing it. No one's going to be talking about it. You need Battle Royale. All right. Now, I, I strongly criticize this, and I said I really do feel that people right now who are at the top are feeling like the only thing that matters is their content. What they don't understand is that there's a giant universe of content and gamers out there that's not in line with what they like. Yes, you may have a ginormous audience of tens of thousands of people on every stream, hundreds of thousands of people on every video, and you might make millions of dollars, but this world has millions of people in it. Not everyone is in line with what you do and your content not everyone thinks that only what you do is good. In fact, I would argue different strokes for different folks. It's good that there's a large number of content creators out there that make a variety of content because that allows there to be enough variety that there's something for everyone. There may be someone out there who loves Battle Royale and so they'll watch those top content creators play Battle Royale only. And if there's no Battle Royale in a multiplayer game, they don't care about it. Fair enough. But just as many people might be looking for a multiplayer game that doesn't matter if it has Battle Royale. I want competitive multiplayer, team-based, free-for-all, you know, uh, you know, team deathmatch, objective-based combat. I like that, right? There may be people out there looking for other stuff, you know? So, to say something as incredibly uninformed, incredibly ignorant as a multiplayer game, a first-person shooter will fail just because it doesn't have Battle Royale is pretty ridiculous for someone who has the viewership, the reach, and the uh, the influence 
as some of these people have. And, you know, that's another thing that I've learned over the past decade, okay, is when you have a ginormous audience, you have to be responsible. As I've said many times, people laugh at me every time I say this because they say, what is Phil, a Marvel nerd? With great power comes great responsibility. When you have a ginormous audience that follows every word you say and treats it like the Bible truth, you have to be careful about what you say. Because if you say something stupid or ignorant, some people might treat it as fact, and next thing you know, you've actually concretely hurt people, businesses, games, etc. It happens. It happened to me. Ten years ago, I said dumb, ignorant shit. And I feel stupid now for the shit that I said about games back then because I feel like I did some people wrong. Really, I did. Okay? So, in regards to this situation, ladies and gentlemen, we are now one month after the release, Halo Infinite. One month. Ladies and gentlemen, Halo Infinite is the top played first-person shooter on consoles right now. Halo Infinite is the fourth most played game on Steam right now. It's like over 100,000 concurrent players at a time. Okay? A month after release, with no Battle Royale. Now, I personally don't know what kind of views it's pulling in on Twitch. I also don't give a fuck. No one should. Alright? What's, what's popular on Twitch is not representative of what is good. And also, what's popular on Twitch is not representative of what, what necessarily is going to bring in money either. What's what's popular on Twitch, okay, is basically paid content now. And I mean that. If you look at the top content on Twitch, I guarantee you, if you look at the top streamers, most of them are doing sponsored content. Especially this time of year. This is the top time of year for sponsored content. Probably, I would argue, out of the top 20 streamers right now, half of them are probably doing sponsored content. Is that representative that those games are good and it should be judged? No. Of course not. So you shouldn't judge that way. Oh, well, Halo Infinite doesn't have Battle Royale, therefore no one's going to watch it on Twitch. I don't give a fuck. It's still the best first-person shooter of the year. Everyone's playing it. Everyone's still talking about it. In fact, people like it so much, okay, that they actually are very sad that there's not more content. They just announced that Halo Infinite is going to have new playlists available that are basically going to be, you know, Slayer-specific, Capture the flag specific, etc. All the game modes will have their own playlist. And then they said um, that basically they're working on new maps and things, but they're not going to have those out anytime soon, which is disappointing. The multiplayer's been out for a month, and there's been literally nothing new besides, oh, the uh, Fiesta mode, which was good because you could earn the armor, the samurai armor, by playing it. Now that's going to be its own playlist. You can play it infinitely, and whenever you want, you can have random weapon uh, loadouts. But personally, I feel that it needs more content. I think they should be adding maps. Maybe maybe one or two new maps a month would be great, right? Or at least some kind of a spin, some kind of something new in the game. Right now, it's been out for a month, and they're like, well, we're going to add playlists. You mean playlists that should have been there at launch? You know? Uh, that's not a lot of content. If anything, that's the criticism, the valid criticism that Halo Infinite multiplayer should be getting. That it seems like right now it's kind of bare, but it's great, but it's bare bones. It needs more content. Not, oh, it doesn't have a battle royale. I don't know how off-base you can be to say something dumb like that and not realize that you're you're actually being harmful to your audience and to gaming as a whole. When you have that kind of, a, that viewership, that, that prominence, people who listen to your words as facts and you say something dumb and misinformed like that and then you, oh, well, you know, it's completely irresponsible. And it pisses me off that people still do this to this day. But anyway, um... It is what it is. Halo Infinite's doing well, has tons of players, 
and people are craving more content for it, which I agree with, and certainly Battle Royale that they're craving. So all those content creators who a month ago said Halo Infinite would fail, they were completely fucking wrong, and they look like jackasses now. But the thing is, they're so popular, no one cares. People will never call them to task and say, hey, you know how you were wrong last month? They'll, no. They'll just pretend like it never happened. That's, that's what I used to do, too. <laughs> Whenever people used to call me out for my bullshit 10 years ago, I'd be like, what are you talking about? Oh, let's do something else. Let's <laughs> change the subject. That's how, you, that's how you do it. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, now before we get to shout-outs, of which is going to be very short because I have one super chat and one tip today, and that's it. It's time for the very special part of the pre-stream podcast that you've been waiting for for 44 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas has come early. When you get older, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas just becomes another day. You don't get presents on Christmas. You just don't. You get older, you don't get presents on Christmas. You just, it just becomes, oh, it's a day for me. For Mostly for me, Christmas is a day that I get to relax with my wife. I like that. We're going to have a breakfast together. We're going to have a dinner together. We're probably going to have a few drinks. We're going to watch some stuff together. Have a good relaxing day. That's all that matters to me is to have a nice day with my wife on Christmas Day. Really. That's my that's my Christmas present. I don't get Christmas presents anymore. I'm 39 goddamn years old. Who the fuck's going to give me a Christmas present? Most people would, you know, they spit on me. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Motherfucker. Step on me. Smear dog shit in my face. That's pretty much what I'm used to, to receiving on the internet at least. Um, so... On Christmas Day, it's a day away from that, right? Well, we were talking recently in the last week about me possibly playing Street Fighter on an Xbox console instead of PlayStation. I play Street Fighter, throwback old school Street Fighter, every week on Friday nights. The Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. I've been playing it on PS4 for many years, like three and a half, four years almost. Well, people were saying, what have you tried it on Xbox? Because doesn't it seem like the PlayStation's run its course, especially with the same players every week, the same lobbies every week, the same trolls following you around and harassing you? What if you tried it on Xbox instead of PlayStation? So I said, yeah, I'd be interested in it, but I'm not paying 30 bucks for it. And then a fan over the last week donated the Xbox version, which blew me away. That was a nice early Christmas present for sure. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't ask for it. Someone did. I was like, wow, that's amazing. So this last Friday, we tried it. And admittedly... It was interesting because it was a different group of players. In fact, a couple of my fans and viewers were on there. The problem is I'm playing on this. And on this, this D-pad is very limited. It's very hard to do 360 throws, you know, command throws. It's very hard to do certain moves. I could only do Shoryukens in one direction. As odd as that sounds, I could only get Shoryukens to come out in one direction. Very odd. Um, I, was, I did better than I expected. I did. I actually did better than I expected I would. I got tons of wins and everything. But, ultimately... It didn't work out too well. It was, it was a little bit of a disappointing situation because of the lobby system and also because the controls weren't as good as I hoped. Now, one thing I did find is that ranked matches worked on Xbox, which blew me away. The game's four years old. People are still playing ranked. I was like, holy shit. That could be a whole new kind of content, me doing ranked sets and stuff, right? So anyway, we ended the session, and basically the way I ended it was, all right, listen, what I think I'll do in the future is we'll alternate back and forth between Xbox and PlayStation, maybe. Or if we have a night where we're doing one and we can't find enough people, we'll go to the other and see if it's vice versa different, right? But essentially, it's not a big change because, you know, I'm never going to be able to play that well on Xbox playing on, on a gamepad. I'll do all right, but I won't do amazing or nothing like that, okay? <clears throat> Yesterday, I wake up, okay? And I check my emails. And I get an email from a fan that says, Merry Christmas. I check the email. There's a screenshot. This person bought me a fighting game joystick 
for the Xbox. And it was already shipped and on the way to my house. Just to clarify, I didn't ask for it. Okay? I never suspected anyone would do it. I also didn't even know what joystick this was. I thought, <clears throat> just to show you, this is the current joystick I use. This is the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4 for PlayStation. It works for PS4, and it also works for PS5 and PS3. I've had this since 2015. I bought it for the beta of Street Fighter V. Okay? And I love the joystick. I don't have a complaint about it, but it's six years old. It's getting older, you know what I mean? Um, and I thought the person had bought me this joystick for Xbox, because I know over the years they did actually make a version that worked on Xbox One. So I thought, oh, they bought me this version of this joystick for the Xbox One, and that's what's coming. Okay? So the initial email I got yesterday said, oh, this is arriving on Thursday. Okay, great. If it arrives on Thursday, that means this thing will be here in time for my Street Fighter stream on Friday. Maybe we could try it out live in the Street Fighter stream on Friday. This is excellent. This morning, I had an update email. It's coming today. What? It's coming today. That's a change. Especially now during the holiday season, to have something bumped up in delivery rather than bumped back is dramatically amazing. I was like, it's like the stars aligned for this, I guess, or something. Okay? So, then, then, I get, I, well, I wake up this morning, and I, I sleep in a little bit. My wife had to go to work early today, earlier shift. I slept in a little bit more. I finally get out of bed because Jasper's not letting me sleep. I'm, oh, I finally get out of bed. I roll out of bed. Yeah, I look disgusting. My face, oh, my God. When I wake up in the morning, you think I'm ugly now. Oh, man. This is at least two hours of makeup. And I steam my face. I stretch my face up. Botox injections to get it to look like this. Can you imagine what I look like when I wake up in the morning? Can you just imagine what I look like when I wake up in the morning? So, I get up. And my wife says to me, hey, you, you got something on the front porch out there. Someone delivered something this morning. I said, this morning? This morning? So I jumped out of bed. I was completely naked except for boxer shorts. I jump out of bed. I run down the stairs like a child on Christmas morning. <laughs> and I, I almost slip and fall, but I grab the railing. Oh, I recover, okay? I run to the front door. And I open the front door, and I throw the door open, and my neighbors are right there staring at me. I'm just standing there with my boxes on. Okay, I made that whole thing up. None of that happened. What actually happened was my wife said, there's a box out there for you. I think it might be your joystick. I told her about it yesterday that a fan had ordered me a joystick. Okay. So I said, all right. So, you know, I got dressed and everything. And I went downstairs. I opened the front door and the box was there. And I opened it up and my jaw drops. Okay. Because ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> the fan did not purchase me the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4 for the Xbox One. They purchased me the Fighting Stick Alpha for the Xbox Series X. This is the latest joystick from Hori. This is the latest one they made. It has all these features that I don't know if I'll ever use. Like the joystick opens up so you can actually mod it and replace the buttons and joystick when they wear out yourself. 
you can actually buy parts online and replace them, which is incredible. So basically, this is a it's kind of a future-proofed joystick. It's not just, oh, you play it and it breaks, then you get another one. You buy more parts and you upgrade the joystick so that you can keep using it. It also has a feature where you can replace the artwork inside of it. Now, of course, what you'd have to do, I think they have a, a software, and you, you can print it out yourself. I'm not going to do this. I don't care about the artwork in my stick anymore. I did at one point. Remember when I started on YouTube over 10 years ago? I actually was making modded joysticks, and I was doing stuff like this. So this joystick lets you do this. Make your own artwork with their software, and then print it out and put it in your joystick. Okay. It's got a whole bunch of other features, too, that I don't know if I'll ever use. Like, you can custom remap the buttons. Not even in the game, but you can remap the buttons in the joystick itself and shit. I don't know if I'll ever do any of that stuff. Alright? But I'm looking at this and I'm like, dude, this is so, fucking so nice. And I'm going to say something, alright? Now listen. You guys, I want you to understand something. I say this every day. The reason that I'm successful and I'm still here as a content creator... And I'm still able to do this for a living is because of you. It's because of your your feedback, your support, your submissions, and your your contributions. I want you to understand this. This pre-stream podcast layout is made by a fan. This microphone set up here was recommended by a fan. The phone behind me was recommended by a fan. Okay? Uh the artwork that plays on pre-stream, the music that plays on pre-stream. It's all made by fans. Like, literally, I'm a fan-made man. If it weren't for people who liked what I did and felt that there was value in doing it, I would never be successful. I am like the grassroots underdog, right? The only reason I, I, I even pull half the shit off that I do and I'm able to maintain is because of you guys and your support, okay? Just think about this year alone. This chair I'm sitting in, the laptop I'm using, the Xbox Series X that we play every day now on stream. Right? All, all submitted for fans to improve the quality of my content and my stream. I'm so grateful, guys. You got to understand something. How grateful I am that you guys support me in this way. And it means a lot. It does. Every day you guys come out and you, you do tips, super chats, super stickers. You become a member of the channel. You know, you support it in that way as well. Financially. Thank you. You know, it means a lot. And now, right, this is literally a Christmas present. I haven't gotten an actual Christmas present, except for my, of course, my wife gets me something. I get her something. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't had a legitimately, like, a physical Christmas present, like, something like this in many, many years. I would say, over the years, maybe the last few years, there's a couple of people who donated, like, booze, like, uh, beer. Right? Someone sent me some beer to drink during the holiday uh, marathon and stuff like that. But I haven't actually had, like, an actual <clears throat> physical gift. Like I said, this is like me on Christmas morning unwrapping a present. Like, oh my God, I got Christmas present. What the, f wow. So thank you so much to the person who got this for me. And understand they don't want to be mentioned. They're like, dude, please do not mention my name because so many people who support you get harassed online because people are such scumbags and jealous and shit. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not going to do that. So thank you so much. You know who you are. Um... This is so nice, man. So what we're gonna do now is I'm gonna hoard. I'm gonna put it in my closet and hide it from you guys and never ever show it to you because it's mine. It's my Christmas present, not yours. You get your own. <laughs> no, 
We're going to unbox it live. I'm going to share this with all of you. I'm going to share the joy of Hori. The, the Christmas joy of Hori with all of you live here on the stream. Okay, let's do it. Let's see what's in here. Hopefully it's not a box of rocks. That would be something. I do this whole pre-stream special. I open it up and it's a fucking rocks inside. And it's a big, big, fuck you, Phil. Picture of a guy flipping me off. Fuck you, Phil. That would be something. I hope not. I'd be pretty upset. I'm not going to lie. That would actually, that would put the bah humbug in my Christmas. Oh, fuck. There's a bunch of dog shit in here now. <laughs> Let's take a look. So, I opened it up. Wrapped in uh, foam wrapping, right? Okay. I think it's actually larger. If you can believe it, I think it's bigger than my other joystick. And we all know that my joystick, oh man, my joystick is huge. Everyone has seen the size of my joystick. That thing is ginormous, so can you imagine? <laughs> All right. A little paper, and it explains, actually, I think, how you open joystick to see the inside. And it actually has two modes, Xbox Series X and Windows 10. Okay. That's it. There's nothing in here but a one paper insert and then the foam. Okay? That's it. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. Excuse me. Wow. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's actually significantly different from my PlayStation stick. Like, way different. I'm going to go over the, the differences right now. Hold on a second. Let me get all this stuff off my lap. It's way different looking. It's interesting. Keep in mind, I've not been in the joystick scene in many, many years. So I don't even know, like, if parts have advanced or changed over the years or not. I really have no clue. So I don't know if the parts inside this stick are top-notch or not. You would think if it's a pricey joystick, they would be. They wouldn't skimp on the parts. Fuck. The handle's stuck. <laughs> Apparently, I fucked up at the handle's not sticking out properly. Well, it's not a big deal. Let's put this over here. Okay. So, first of all, on the bottom, there's two rubberized pads on the sides. See that? You're supposed to put your, your legs there. So it basically sticks to your lap when you're playing. It doesn't move around when you're playing. Okay? Now, what I'm noticing... Wow, there's a lot of differences between this and my current joystick. This thing is completely different. Like I said, that one is the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4. This one's called the Fighting Stick Alpha. The entire stick has been redesigned from the ground up from what Hori does for their joysticks. So first of all, the joystick itself, I believe, is a different kind. It looks to me like it may be a little bit shorter than, a, than the joystick in the other one, which is fine. You don't need a ginormous, tall joystick, but it looks a little shorter. The buttons are completely different. The buttons have a texture to them on the top. Okay. 
a texture. And that's interesting to me. Because typically, when I played fighting games, they were always had that shiny sheen to them. These have texture on the top. I wonder if the texture will wear out after you use it over time. Or if the texture would stay. I don't know. Also, the layout of the buttons is slightly different. So if you take a look at the way that the buttons are laid out, see how they're like a big arc? It's actually not like that. On the PlayStation, um, the PlayStation 4 Real Arcade Pro, basically these, these buttons, these two, which would be like light punch, light kick, the two closest buttons, are offset, but the other six buttons are basically just straight, straight across, okay? On this one, they're actually completely arced, and that actually naturally would fit your fingers, I feel, a lot, a little bit better than, say, the ones that go straight across, so it's a more natural feel, um to the button layout. Now what I'm seeing, I could be wrong, but I actually think the buttons on this are slightly smaller than the buttons on the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4. I could be wrong, because I, I think I'm wrong there. I think it's an optical illusion. Why would they have buttons that are slightly smaller than how would you order replacements? So I don't think that's the case. I think they just look slightly smaller. Maybe because of the placement, okay? So, um, the thing is, I don't know if these are, are these Sanwa, are these Simitsu parts, are these other parts? I don't know. Are these Hori manufactured parts? I have no idea. I didn't look into the stick. I didn't even know I was getting this stick. I thought I was getting a different one. I thought I was getting an older one. I didn't think I was getting the brand new joystick. Um, so there's lock and unlock at the top, which is good because you can lock the stick to clean it. And that way it won't have inputs on your fucking console or whatever. Then you can unlock it later. Um... It says setting 1 and 2, and I think that probably goes between, like, PC and console, I would think. It actually has all kinds of stuff. It has a headphone button. It has a microphone mute button. Um, it actually has a headphone jack. Yeah, it has a headphone jack. So, when I plug this into my Xbox Series X, okay, I should be able to plug in my Hori neck phones into my Hori joystick and get the, the, muse, the sound out of it. Right? I should. I should be able to actually get right out of here, which is cool. It's the same as plugging it into the, you know, the gamepad. So that's nice. Right? Um. Now, this thing is supposed to open. And I think I see a, hint, a button at the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So just to show you, I'm opening it up now, this thing. Packing paper is call, coming out. I have to take the packing paper out. Probably give that to Jasper to play with. He probably will. Tissue paper. Here's what it looks like from the side when it opens. Look at that. And here's from the back. You can actually see all the parts. How they connect and everything. And here is your wire for the joystick. And what you're supposed to do is have that wire come out. There's actually a space here. That it would come out the back of the joystick. You see that? And in fact, look at this. It even has a button cable layout sticker to explain how the buttons are working and everything. That's interesting. It's yeah, I see what it is. It's showing you these are the buttons. And if you want to replace a button that's broken, that's you're seeing it from the back side. It's telling you a diagram of which button is which. The buttons, for the most part, look identical from the buttons that I used to buy. Like, the, the, the connectors look exactly the same. The wires and metal connectors, I don't think that they've changed. The joystick pretty much looks the same, too. And it mounts pretty easily. You just mount it right there with screws. 
So if the joystick gets loose, you could just tighten it or whatever. It's pretty neat, man. And so I guess what you would do here, let's un un undo the cable. Untie the cable here. I'm sure Jasper will want to play with that twisty. He loves twisties. Actually, pretty good cable management in this thing, too. When I would do a joystick, I would never do, like, major cable management. But they have, like, twist ties on all of the wires. So the wires aren't, like, going crazy, which is very smart that they did that. So, here's what you would do. I, unti I untied that cable, and now you would just close this. Okay. Talk about cable storage. See, on my on the Hori Real Arcade Pro 4, there's a door that flips open, and you store the cable in there, and you close it. The door sucks. The, the actual door is a piece of flimsy plastic. The flimsy plastic can easily break or snap off. It pops off all the time. If you go to a tournament storing your cord, half the time when you pull it out, the thing pops off, it breaks. This is the joystick opens. There's no way you could fuck this up. The only thing I would say is you got to keep it clean. What I mean is that you got a big gap here in the back of your joystick. If you keep this somewhere where it gets dusty, you're going to have dust inside your stick, right? You got to make sure no critters go in there and live in your stick. That would be pretty... You go to a tournament and a mouse crawls out of your stick. That would be pretty bad. Maybe a crab or something. Um, big spider. Oh, man. Imagine that. You go, you're doing your, your fucking... Your combos. Oh. Oh, super. And all of a sudden, 20 spiders come out of your stick. All over the tournament. Ah, oh, spiders! Ah, okay. You gotta be careful about that. But outside of that, it's much lighter. It's much lighter than my Hori Real Arcade Pro Four. It's actually quite a light joystick. Um, I like this. Okay. Um, I'm very excited to try this out now. Really, I am. I'm very excited to try this out on Friday. So yes, on Friday we will be playing Street Fighter on Xbox again. I'm going to give it a second shot with my new joystick. And we're going to see how this turns out. Um, it may very well be that this stick now allows me to do everything nicely on Xbox. Now, here's the thing. This joystick is brand new. My other joystick for PlayStation is six years old. I would almost guarantee you this joystick's going to control better than that stick did. Just being honest. like I, I can't imagine why it wouldn't control better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can't imagine that this joystick would not control better than that one. It's newer parts, right? Um, so we're going to give it a shot on Friday. Now, moving forward, will all fighting games be on Xbox? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I guess it depends. Because the thing is, for example, this coming weekend, not, not now, but next weekend, there's supposed to be a beta for King of Fighters 15. But last time around, that beta was only on PlayStation. So I'm kind of limited to playing it on PlayStation. I can't even play it on Xbox, even if I wanted to, um, to test this joystick out with, say, King of Fighters, as much as I would like to. So I don't know how it's going to work in that regard. Now, what other fighting games are coming out? You King of Fighters 15 in February, right? Outside of that, you've got nothing. Like, I can't even think of a single fighting game that's guaranteed to come out in 2022. So that being said, I don't know. You know you know what game might actually work really well with this? Jasper's downstairs playing the box. I hear him jumping around in the paper in the box. 
You know what game might work really well with this? Cuphead. Because back in the day, those shoot-em-up games were actually designed for arcades. They were designed for joystick and buttons. Games like Metal Slug, you know. Cuphead might work really well on a joystick like this as opposed to a gamepad. Or not. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe, maybe not. You know? Um, I guess we'll see. But anyway, I'm very excited. Okay? I'm very excited to try out this joystick. Uh, and by the way, look at this. It even has handles. The joystick has handles. So you can easily carry it. Look at that. What a novel concept that a joystick would have an easy way to grab and carry the joystick instead of, uh, you know, having to put your whole arm around it. Even here, look. You carry it from the bottom. You carry it from the side. This is cool. This is a nice effing joystick. The fight Fighting Stick Alpha. Hori Fighting Stick Alpha for the Xbox Series X. Looks great. Haven't used it yet. But it looks great. And I, I like the feel of the buttons. Everything here looks nice. Thank you so very much to the fan who donated this to me. I didn't ask for it. It was a very nice thing for you to do. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Okay. All right. And it actually explains here. Yeah, here you go. I was right. The 1 and 2 switch. 1 is Xbox Series X. 2 is Windows. This joystick works on a PC. Of course, it says Windows 10. And, uh... Oh, it's got a QR code to actually <laughs> scan the instruction manual and get the software and everything for it. That's interesting. But yeah, like, it works on Windows, too. So again, this is kind of like future-proofed. Even Let's say, for example, let's say in the future, you know, I get a new PC, and now I decide, oh, I finally want to try out... What's that thing I've heard about? What's called uh, Fight... Fight Night? Fightzilla? An arcade in which you fight. Whatever it's called. Maybe I would try that using this joystick on PC because it works on PC. Right? But I would need a new PC. My PC, I can't even do shit on it. It's a piece of garbage at this point. Barely gets the streams done. So, But anyway, yeah. So anyway, guys, thank, for, thank you so much to the fan who donated this. We, I mean, it sucks we got to wait till Friday. I mean, I just did a fighting game stream on Friday night. It's only Sunday. I'm not going to drop everything to do Street Fighter again. We're going to wait and we're going to do it on Friday night like usual. It's going to be a special stream trying out the new joystick, right? And see how this works and go from there, okay? Thank you very much to the long... And by the way, it's a long-standing fan. This is someone who actually has followed me for quite some time. And, you know, over the years has actually been there many different times, many different you know, things that have happened, offered support, sometimes just offered a nice word. And in this case, to get a Christmas present out of nowhere from them is such a nice thing. This year, you guys have been so incredibly generous to me um, in regards to everything. Like I said, the, the mo this chair, laptop, Xbox Series X, joystick, you know, all this stuff. Because of you guys supporting me. I, I appreciate it so very much, man. I really do. Thank you, 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 thank you. Ross says, I'm trying for tears. I'm not trying for tears. If I wanted to cry, I could. On command, as you know, I'm a great actor. I can immediately 
store up crocodile tears on a moment's notice. And every time I've ever cried in a video game playthrough or stream is fake. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that I could just, it's like, cut an onions. Oh, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it's so touching. Oh. It's totally not real emotion or anything when I do it, right? <clears throat> okay. Very nice. Okay. Let me put this over here. Get out of the way. For now. Okay. Phew. Sweaty. My legs are sweaty. All right. Let's do some shout-outs, guys. This will be a short segment because we have, like, almost none. <laughs> almost no contributions this morning. Uh, we start off with... <clears throat> uh, Bird Watcher. Bird Watcher did a $2 super chat. And said, wait, what? Ah, yes. The joystick seems awesome, Phil. I agree. <clears throat> seems. I have to say seems because I haven't used it yet. You know, the one thing about f f form and features, and there's another thing entirely about functionality, right? Let's hope that it's just as good as the other Hori products that I've used, and let's hope that it's not another Nintendo Pro controller. That's a piece of complete trash, and you can't use it for anything because it sucks, right? Hope it's not overpriced garbage. Um, Chef Demeski re-upped his membership for five months. It's happy holidays, Phil. Thank you, Chef, for re-upping your membership. I really appreciate that. What I will very briefly do is check on members. I guarantee you we probably lost more. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't know what's going on with members recently. It just seems like we're going in the wrong direction. And I almost guarantee you now I'm going to check if we went down even more. Remember, 334 is the all-time record. And as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this? As of right now, we have 325 members. I told you. I, told, I wasn't kidding. We went down. <laughs> you thought I was joking. We lost members. During this very stream, people are so upset with my flatulence. With my disgusting looks, my belches, the fact that I got a joystick, the fact that a cat was licking my head. All these things, very upsetting to people. And people immediately canceled their memberships. They said, fuck Phil and everything he stands for. He's a piece of dog shit. He says dog shit all the time. It's disgusting. Jasper, would you like to play with a, a uh, paper ball? Here you go. Ready? He's going to go play with that in the hallway now. Just tissue paper ball. Okay. All right, we got a couple tips that came in. J Joe Sh Leather Shoes. Joe Leather Shoes, the very person who has Super Thanks enabled on their channel while I don't, has received a two, or sent me a $2.70 tip. Thank you, Joe Leather Shoes, for the support. I really appreciate that, Joe. He said, hey, Phil, what's going on, Joe? How are you enjoying those Super Thanks? Do they work well? Do they show messages on your videos? I'm curious. I don't have it, so I, I don't know. Anzo Kamaru has tipped me $1.50. Says, I bought minced pies because you were raving about it for so long. I don't know why I thought there would be meat in it. It was pretty surprisingly ultra-dense and very hard. Weren't yours soft and flaky? I wonder if I had to warm it first. It sounds like you bought something different than I did. So my mince... There were mince pies, and what they were were a soft and flaky crust, like a pie. Like you would buy like an apple pie or whatever. And, on, and it had sugar on it, like sugar on the outside. 
and the inside it was some kind of berry and and something else i don't remember if it was apple or another it was like orange and another berry and it was like minced together in like this puree on the inside and when i bit into it all right when i bit into it i was absolutely blown away by how tasty it was i was like whoa that is full of flavor right um I couldn't believe it because I always thought that you hear mince or mince meat. Mince or mince meat. You think it's meat. It's not. It's actually fruit. It's meant to be fruit. It was always fruit. It's just a, it's a, one of those misnomers, something that's named incorrectly. So, yeah, I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is significantly good. That's what I tried last year. By the way, this year, DSP tries it. Christmas marathon. Two items. Not one. I'm doing two different things for DSP Tries It this year. I'm very excited. Jasper, what was that? <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> I heard a loud noise. He closed the door. It's a good thing I heard it. Jasper locked himself into the bedroom. He he, he was playing with that ball of, of tissue paper. And he I guess he knocked it and he ran in the bedroom and the door closed. He locked himself in the bedroom. What a nut. I let him out. Okay. Um, let's see here. Jungo is loved. Just became a two-month member and says the Winter Games are soon. I love ice skating. You know, I used to like watching the, the Winter Games. I used to find it entertaining. I also liked ice skating. I used to watch uh, various different things of the Winter Games. Now, of course, as an adult, I don't give two craps anymore. But it used to be, it used to be entertaining. I used to watch that, too. <clears throat> Thank you for, for re-upping your membership. Chicken Man took me $1.50. says, Amazon had a Hori headset on sale for $79.99 until today. I got it last night. and came in today to try it. I hope it's good. I use my gaming headset for work five days a week. I got sick of wearing a headset while not working, so I decided to give it a try. All right. I'm gonna, I'll be honest with you. I've told you guys this. Though this this headset, they call it an, a wireless neck set. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear you got it on sale. That's awesome that it was on sale. Is it as good as wearing headphones? No, it never will be. It's not enclosed to your ear. So you're, if you have a noisy environment, if you have a loud fan blowing, if you have a lot of environmental noise, it's going to hinder your gaming experience. All right? But for the fact that for someone like me who cannot wear headphones all the time because I've had ear infections, this is a godsend. It's pretty good. It's not the best. Uh, excuse me, it's disgusting. Obviously, wearing a full surround sound headset is going to be better than this. It's going to sound, especially if you have noise canceling. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. But with the bass boost mode on, it doesn't sound that bad at all. It's I've had a lot worse. Let's put it that way. So I like it. I hope that you like it too, Chicken Man. If you hate it, well, you can fully blame me and say that I completely misrepresented the product and you can hate me for the rest of, of all time. <clears throat> okay. Uh, with Drain, they just tipped me two dollars. Says the Nintendo Pro Controller is a cash grab. I was looking to get it bundled with Mario Odyssey for sixty dollars, but you know there's a problem when a twenty-dollar third-party controller is better. And you're right. If you remember when the Switch first came out that first year, third-party controllers were not allowed yet. It took it took about a year, and then the, everyone was allowed to basically make third-party controllers for the Switch after that. But for that first year, you had to buy the Nintendo proprietary stuff, 
and the, the, the Pro Controller was the only wireless controller outside of the Joy-Cons that you could buy for it, it's a piece of shit. It, the D-pad doesn't work properly, okay? The thumbstick's too touchy, all right? The only good thing I would say about the Pro Controller, the battery life is outstanding. Like, the battery life lasts ridiculously long. You don't have to charge it for days. But outside of that, it's not a very good controller. It's pretty pretty bad compared to other controllers, especially for the price point. It was $70 at launch. Now I'm sure it's cheaper. It was $70 bucks when, the, when the Switch first came out. Rob on Wheels is giving me $4.20. Biggest tip of the day says, I have returned. Spielberg's West Side Story is fantastic. Personally, I like the original West Side Story. I saw it as a child. Essentially, it's a modernization of Romeo and Juliet. The same story, only with gangs in New York, right? And I loved it. I loved not only the movie, but I loved the music. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. When you're a jet, let them do what they can. You got brothers around. You're a family man. You're never alone. You're never disconnected. You're not on your own. Or company, no. When companies expected you're well protected, then you are set with the capital J. From your first cigarette to your last dying day, when you're a jet, you stay a jet. You thought I was kidding. You thought I fucking didn't know what I was talking about, right? Well, fuck you. I don't lie. It's West Side Story. I love that movie. I, I saw it a million times when I was a kid. I know the songs and everything. I like to be in America. Everything's free in America. Oh, that's called me in America. All right. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. We'll sing more of that during Spice City today, obviously. But, yeah, West Side Story is a great, great musical and movie. I don't know about the modernization. I Obviously, I'm not, I haven't seen it. I will never see it. I'm sure it sucks compared to the original, like everything. So, okay. Um, thank you, Rob, for the tip. I'm glad to hear that you like the modern West Side Story. If you like that, I hope you'll watch the original, unless you already have. But I hope you watch the original, because I like the original a lot. Okay. Um, all right, guys. I guess we'll get started. I know this podcast has gone on almost 90 minutes. One of the longest pre-stream podcasts so far out of the 12 episodes I've put out, if not the longest. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Now I have something new, a new box, right? to put up behind me when Christmas is over. And then I gotta put out standard decorations again that aren't holiday themed. This will be behind me somewhere. I don't know where. I'll have to figure out where to put it, right? Thank you, guys. Thanks for the early Christmas present, all right? Now, of course, everyone will be jealous. I'll be flooded with Christmas presents. Do not do that, please. I'm Okay, let me say this. That This was the exception to the rule this was someone who I knew for a very long time, someone who wanted to help out. Please do not flood me with Christmas presents. If you're interested in donating something to the channel, you can email me at darksidephilahotmail.com. Please run it by me first. I will not just accept anonymous presents showing up at the house. They're just going to be rejected and sent back. Just to let you know. <laughs> Please, no. I'm not. I'm not. It's all going in the trash or getting sent back. I cannot just accept random shit, okay? Please run it by me first. Okay. Um... I just got a $2 super chat from Chicken Man. And he says, Do you get any hope? Do you have any hopes the Uncharted movie is good? I actually feel the Uncharted movie will be good. I just don't think it's going to be Uncharted. I think the movie would be genuinely entertaining and fun. But that is not Nathan Drake and Sully. It's a different thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Much like if like, I actually personally think the original Resident Evil movie is good. The one with fucking Mila Jovovich or whatever. The first one. The rest of them are shit. The first one I think is pretty good. But it's not Resident Evil. Not at all. Fuck that. It's very loosely, you know, based on the game. Same thing here. It's going to be very loosely based on Uncharted. So. Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for a great pre-stream. Let's actually go into the meat of the, the stream now, which would be games. Did you guys know that we play games on, uh, on the stream here? This is not just me being an entertaining podcast host. Even though I, people tell me every day, Phil, one day will you host one of the popular late night shows? Because you're such a great host, we know that you could do it. You just put on a suit, you're ready to go. You know, you'll get right out there with Jimmy Fallon or, uh, you know, the best of the best out there. What's his name? Stephen Colbert, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe you'll be the modern day Conan O'Brien. Maybe. I don't know. Very unlikely. Incredibly unlikely that I would ever get any popularity outside of my, my few hundred people here that attend on my stream. But I like I appreciate the compliments that no one actually said. I made them up. Thank you, guys. All right. Let's get started. Now, 